Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day explained and analysed by The Times of London. Today, with Laura Cook and Stuart Willey. The number of children killed in the West Bank has surged. We learn how families aren't having the chance to say goodbye and ask whether an assault on Rafa is a fatal mistake. We begin today with the shocking death toll of children in the West Bank. The numbers are overshadowed by the daily violence and the loss of life of thousands of people. Since October, there have been almost 400 Palestinian deaths, of which a quarter have been children. This surge in violence would normally attract a lot of attention had it not been overshadowed by the Hamas terrorist attack that killed 1,200 and the Gaza conflict, which has claimed more than 28,000 lives. Our Times correspondent George Grills is in Tel Aviv and brings us the story of one Palestinian family, the story of their daughter who died in a hail of bullets. We went to the West Bank to interview the family, uh, the bereaved family of a four-year-old girl, Rukaya Jahalin. She was travelling with her mother and three siblings on a minibus to visit relatives in Beit Iksa, a West Bank village. Behind them was another car. It approached the checkpoint and appeared to sort of uh, ram the Israeli border guards who were who were there. They opened fire on the car and then, for unknown reasons, also opened fire on the minibus. As a result, Rukaya, who was only four years old, tragically died. I mean, the fa- it's a it's a awful story because the family say that. Uh, they were ordered to remain in the minibus um, after the attack, and so Rukaya's mother had to hold her as she as she died and was unable to get her any help. This really is a harrowing read in today's times. In the 12 weeks after the Hamas attacks, 83 children were killed in the West Bank, more than double the number who died in all of 2022. The death toll has been condemned. Just this week, President Biden and Jordan's King Abdullah discussed the importance of stability in the West Bank and in the Middle East more broadly. But calls for restraint by Israel have had no effect. Elsewhere in today's times, the former British Conservative leader, William Hague, has described any Israeli assault on Rafah as a fatal mistake. In his column, he says there is a military logic for the Israeli forces to carry on with an offensive, but the situation is very different now because of the concentration of over a million people in the area. Space has to be left for, for some alternatives. Which The alternative is not the white flag of surrender. The alternative is because there is a hostage deal 
being worked on diplomatically at the moment. That's the an alternative that should be being worked on at the moment. And they've got to leave space for the alternative of a political solution in the Middle East, which I think a major conflagration in a city containing more than a million people is going to make much harder. So it is a dilemma, but I'm just pointing out in my column that this point is different. This is an inflection point. Those of us who've supported everything Israel's done so far find it much harder to support a military offensive. Lord Haig reminds us of his column after the October the 7th attack, where he warned that Israel would need to be careful not to fall into a trap set by Hamas, and that now, four months on, this could be the week where that happens. take you now to a world where impressions really do count and we're referring specifically to social media impressions that's the number of times people see posts or web pages and more specifically to a social media professor in the US who's proving to be a thorn in Donald Trump's side. Yes, Ashley Humphreys is a specialist in consumer behaviour and marketing at Northwestern University. With her expertise, she's been called on to testify in a series of court cases against the former president and his political allies, and her appearances as a witness have resulted in penalties amounting to more than $200 million. Now, Times correspondent Will Pavia has spoken to Ashley, and he explains to us how all of this works. What's new about this is that in the past, we might look at the ratings of a television station or a a newspaper to sort of determine if someone had been defamed. What's new now in this world of social media is that you can actually count the impressions and and count how many people have seen something. And that's what she does. She she says she's not a partisan. She's just brought in as a bean counter. She said, I I count eyeballs. And so she works out quite precisely with, with her team how many people have seen claims made by Trump. Uh, So she has flown in to testify in in courts in New York City and in Washington, D.C., and this has sort of interrupted her life for a while, and then she's gone back to her normal life in Chicago where she teaches students and has a young family. Go online to read more from Will as he explains about several interesting cases where Ashley has testified and more of the reactions in court to what she's brought to proceedings. Trump's legal team have argued that her methods have been unreliable and have tried to exclude her from court proceedings. He was one of China's best-known philosophers, part of the intellectual flowering that came after the Cultural Revolution. Li Zhihou spent the last decades of his life in the United States in exile after writing in praise of the Tiananmen Square protests. He was 91 when he died in 2021 and had his brain cryogenically frozen to try and prove one of his key theories. With us on The World in 10 is The Times China correspondent Richard Spencer. Richard, why did he have his brain preserved? Li Zhihou, he was one of a, a group of uh, Chinese philosophers and they were looking to fuse uh, traditional Chinese philosophy and uh, Western philosophy. He had this theory, which was a lifelong theory, that the differences between Western and Chinese ways of thinking were so profound that they must affect the brain in some way. And he wanted the brain studied to see 
whether this was true. And when he died, he um, left his uh, brain uh, effectively to science. He did it by having it cryogenically preserved. He decided that, you know, there was no way to, to test a a dead brain yet to to see if this theory could be proved but he thought in maybe a couple of hundred years that technology might be available so he paid eighty thousand dollars and his friends have now confirmed that he did indeed go ahead and this is what happened richard there's another story you're reporting on for the times today and it involves a very famous soccer player yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know, I'm so fascinated by this story because I'm fascinated by by two things, which is sort of general fandom, which is, uh, you know, I've never particularly felt the need to go and shout at, and scream at my favourite pop stars or sports stars. But, but, you know, other people feel differently. We know that's around the world and it's true in China too. And Lionel Messi, as uh, you know, is the world's favourite footballer, I guess. And uh, he didn't take to the field when uh, he was... Uh, when Miami were playing the Hong Kong Premier League sort of selected team, uh, there was a there was a massive sort of meltdown in Hong Kong, and Chinese people were very sensitive to um, the idea that they're being snubbed by the world, that they're being isolated or cut off, and uh, this sort of started to get out of hand. So Chinese social media users are angry and picking up on the country that Lionel Messi is from. Uh, internet users who are very prolific and quite clever and funny uh, in many ways um, have found a new way to abuse Argentina, which is to go to the account on Weibo, which is the Chinese equivalent of Twitter, of the Argentinian embassy and post angry messages. Uh, and their latest trick is to to flood the message the account uh, with support for the British claim over the Falklands. A lot of them using the same language that China uses for its claim to Taiwan, saying, you know. Uh, uh, the Falklands are, are an inalienable part of Britain. Uh, they will never be separated from Britain. So it's quite humorous. But, uh, you know, uh, so Britain getting a good press in China for a moment, which is not which is not usual. We're normally one of the uh, uh, one of the enemies of China because of our colonial history. There are some stars we know just by their first name. Madonna, Cher, Usher and Fabio. Fabio Lanzoni is his full name, and he was a model and actor who became famous in the 1980s for being the king of romance novel covers. And it's that connection with literature that has seen him come back into public consciousness this week. A public library in Massachusetts has a life-size shirtless cardboard cutout of Fabio, phew to boost book borrowing on Valentine's Day. And their stunt has paid off. The library in Quincy has seen a spike in patrons coming to ogle the pictorials and <laughs> take selfies with it. Fabio, the man, not the cardboard cutout, has now spoken with the Times, telling us he's not surprised. He gets a lot of selfies from fans posing with cardboard cutouts from all over the world. Now 64, Fabio still has long hair and chiselled features, but he's more often seen causing controversy as a pundit on Fox News than on the front cover of romance novels. His advice for anyone going to the public library to look for love, you can only be 100% yourself. That's why the police want your fingerprint. (laughs) Very wise words to end this podcast. Thank you for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. See you tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.